made me empty, be empty. Lord, I empty myself. I need myself. I need my accounts. I need whatever I think I know, whatever my knowledge is. I lay it down at your feet. I lay it down. I lay it down. I empty myself, Lord. I empty myself, Lord. I empty myself, Lord. For your infinity, for the word. I empty myself for the word. I empty myself for the word. I empty myself.
Now, let me read. I'm going to read our anchor scripture for the month in the, 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 the Passion Translation. This is a translation I just got in contact. Um, I just started reading this translation uh, a couple of months ago. And trust me, it's been awesome. So, please turn your Bibles with me to Proverbs 14.23. I'm going to be reading the Passion Translation of that verse. We know it already. We've been reading it. Our brother quoted it during um, uh, the prayer session. But I want to I want to read it here so that we get another meaning to it. It says, "If you work hard at what you do, great abundance will come to you. If you work hard at what you do, great abundance will come to you. But merely talking about getting rich while you are living only." To pursue your pleasures brings you face to face with poverty. So, when we are doing aspire to aspire, please, um, sorry, for those of us who are not of the younger generation, aspire to aspire is what is what we what the, the quote I mean, like what we say to describe some um, motivational speakers who only tell us theory. You say you aspire to aspire to retire to retire to aspire to rely. <laughs> how how will I? It's always tell you I have only one thousand naira. With one thousand naira, I became a millionaire. How how how? Not just talk about it. The Bible says here, if you are just aspiring to aspire, if you are merely talking about getting rich, eh, if you're just talking about it, yes. Confession is good. The Bible says we should confess it and it will come to pass. We know. But when you are talking about it and your life, is and you are living to only pursue your pleasures, which means your life is not going after what you are supposedly confessing. It says it brings you face to face with poverty. So today we're going to be looking at some practical steps practical skills we can take from scriptures backed up with a few life experiences and we can use to negotiate our ways to profit the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus so someone please open your Bibles um, to Romans chapter 8 verse 19 I need a Bible reader please Romans chapter 8 verse 19 anybody there? okay let me just read from here yeah Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, when God reveals who is right, really hard. So the old, thank you, the earnest situation I love feeling in, the earnest situation of the, of the um, creature, of creature, awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, watch this translation. It says, the entire universe, not just it, the earnest situation of creature, not just human beings, the whole universe, the stars, the moon, the wind, the sun, everything, the animals, human beings, demons, are expecting. The fashion translation says, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. The whole universe is waiting for your unveiling. The whole universe is waiting to see your prophets. Like the whole universe is on tiptoe, waiting for you. Let's let's go. Manifest, manifest, profit, profit. The whole universe is on tiptoe, 
That is the expectation. And he said, they are looking for what? They are waiting for the manifestation of who? They are not waiting for the manifestation of the unbelievers. Enough of we using unbelievers as examples of blessing. Hello? The day I got to know that the owner of Flutterway is not just a Christian, he's a pastor. In fact, I switched from their competitor to them. <laughs> Do you understand? They just raised 200 million dollars or so. I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. Enough of we using someone else in the other, as if God cannot, as if all those things we are reading in the Bible cannot come to believers. So the earnest expectation, the whole universe is waiting for your prophets. Hallelujah. Okay, so now I want us to now go to negotiations. Matthew chapter 20. So please, I will need a Bible reader now. We'll just take it verse by verse. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 15. Matthew 20, 1 to 15. Maybe because of time. Okay, just read it, please. Read it. Just read it on. And I'll paraphrase. Telling what the kingdom of heaven will be like. Yes. He said, Every one morning, a man went out to hire some workers for his vineyard. Okay. After he had agreed to pay them the usual amount for a day's work, okay. he sent them off to his vineyard. Okay, so let's get what is happening here. A man, the CEO, went out, hired people, and agreed, negotiated that I will pay you X amount of money. And they said, yes. And he told them, okay, resume. Go ahead. About nine, that morning, yes. the man saw some other people standing in the market okay. with nothing to do. He said he would pay them what was fair if they would work in his mind so they went. Look at this one. The first ones, he met them at 6 o'clock. He told them, I will pay you your daily rates. How much is your daily rates? Just as an example, 10,000 naira. Okay, I'll pay you 10,000 naira. And you agreed. He met some other people at 9 o'clock and he said, I will pay you what is fair. Go on. At noon and again, yeah. about 3 in the afternoon, yeah. he returned to the market. And each time he made the same agreement with hmm. others who had who were loafing around with nothing hmm. to do. Hmm. Finally, about five in the afternoon, the man went back and found some others standing there. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us the answer. Hmm. Then he told them to go work in his buyer. That evening, the owner of the buyer told the man in charge of the workers to call them in and give them their money. So now he hired people six o'clock, twelve o'clock, nine o'clock. Till evening, at the end of the day, he called his account officer, CFO, paying salaries. Now, what was going happen? He also told the man to begin with the ones who were hired last. Okay. When the workers arrived, the ones who had been hired at five in the afternoon were given a full day's pay. Go on. The workers who had been hired first thought they would be given more than the others. Now, when I was younger, I used to think this man is unfair. Let's look at it. The one that came, that he hired six o'clock or five o'clock, that worked for one hour, he gave them a full day's wage. Now, the ones that started early, when they saw that ah, this man worked for one hour, he's getting 10,000 naira. Me that worked for eight hours, ah, or God will do something. They thought they were going to get more. But what happened? But when they were given the same, they began complaining to the owner of the vineyard. They said the ones who were hired last 
works for only one hour. Yeah. But you pay them the same that you give us. Thank you very much. Now, has this man done right? Has he broken any agreement? No. Talk to me. No. Has he broken an agreement with his with the first guys? No. So what happens to the first guys? They lack negotiation skills. They don't open your insights and foresight to ask rightly. See, when you are negotiating, this has happened to me before, so I know. I have lost a job before because I asked for too little salary. Like, interview was 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 on point. In fact, the man was, I could see in his face, he was the only one who was in the decision maker. So, and it was for a multinational. They, they, see, I stood in UK because there I knew that when people are begging to apply in Nigeria, companies come to UK to beg people to work for them. You see two competitors, for instance, just for instance, say Nigerian Beers and Guinness, they will come and we pitch it to you, say, we'll give you this one, this one will not give you this one. They will tell you, <laughs> you so I got to the final stage, the man was so impressed because of, let me use the word, humility. And, and I've seen that in young people, in the church. It's only in the church that when we get to negotiation table, when we get to the, the, the times that we need to ask and negotiate and look into the future, Christians are always humble. Have you seen people that are doing the same job in the same company on the same desk and people are handling two different salaries? Have you heard about it before? What happened? What's the difference? Talk to me. Is the organization being unfair? You are the most of especially for senior roles, maybe for graduate trainers and the junior roles, you may have a a fixed salary. But for mid-level roles, for senior roles, they will ask you, how much do you want? And some people will negotiate. See, the, the real story here is uh, we're going to look at seven lessons from the negotiation of Nehemiah. We'll look into the story of Nehemiah and we see how that guy negotiated. Most of the times, or a lot of the times, I, I have I counseled and mentored a number of young people that you are, a, you are an engineer. Say, I am an engineer. I have first class. I can do this for Christians. Church, you understand? Say, because of the humility we are bringing from church, we get on negotiation tables, we are unable to speak. We are unable to ask. We are unable to look into the future. Some of us, we think about the now. You will see people who will have negotiated even a percentage of profit sharing. The, maybe the company is not making profit yet. But they will tell you that at the end of the year, I want maybe 2% or 1%. I heard a story, I don't know how true it is, um, long ago of a man um, who was a, who used to, they used to bottle Africola. Uh, I don't know if you, those of us who are old enough to remember Africola in those days. So he had a plant in, in Ibadan. In Africola had gone down and things like that. So there's a particular company that wanted to use that plant. So the company, um, he told them that he would not sell the property to them. He will, he will give it to them for 1% of their profits. The first year, I'm talking about almost 20 years ago or 20 something years ago. The first year, 
they declared about 70 million dollars profit. The man that was poor, as in poor, hopper, hopper, child, one year, he got 7 million dollars. And he said, he's not selling land. No, ah, no, I will not sell land to you. You are my, <laughs> you are my good, ah, no. I want your business to, to prosper. When you have negotiated into the future, may God open your eyes. I said, may God open your eyes. To look into your, into your, into your, into your, your, your profession. Let's look at the story of Jacob, for instance. How would Jacob, who has been with Laban, Laban is a, because God not let us have a boss like Laban. I, I was telling someone that I've seen in business world, especially in this Nigeria, that MOUs at times, signing an MOU doesn't really mean the person will not cheat you. If the person is going to cheat you, even with your MOU, <laughs> he will cheat you. If you meet Labans, there are Labans in this world, though. may you not meet them. Amen. I mean, Laban has changed the terms of MOU. Ten times. When you meet this, they say, no, 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 let's take it again. Now, how do you think Jacob was able to negotiate the fact that if these guys, if the, the, the offsprings are spotted, they will be mine. If they are white, they will be yours. He has studied his craft. He knows his onions. He's not just talking about it. Not just for us, okay, generation, you know. It's not just about okay. He has studied his craft. He knew, and that was how God would even reveal the secret of genetics to the guy. That was uh, for for for. Uh, I studied a bit of genetics in university, and my lecturer told me, although he's a Christian, he told me that he told us then that uh, Jacob was the first geneticist who can manipulate the gene of an animal by looking at looking making them mates when they are looking at the uh, reflection in the, in the river. Why? Because they are spotted in Christ. Now let's let's quickly go to the lessons we need to learn from Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 2. Just read the first nine verses or maybe the first 13 verses. Nehemiah chapter 2. Yep. I served in, in his wine as I, as I had done before, but this was the first time I ever looked depressed. Okay. So the king said, Why do you look so sad? You are not sick. Something will be bothering you. Okay. So that's verse two. So number one is that had it been, number one lesson from this, had it been Nehemiah was always a sad person, was always gloomy. What do you think will have happened at this particular occasion? As usual, there's an edit in Yoruba, they said, you know, people that faint, uh, that convulse, children that convulse all the time, when they faint or it convulses, you will snap it, you pour water on his head, you will stand up. So if it is too frequent, if you get to the time, you will say, ah, that's how it is. Just pour water on his head, don't worry, you will stand up. Or just do this or do that, you will stand up. The day the person will die. That is the way you will say, oh, that, you know, it's, it's just waiting, don't worry. Just give him fresh air. Fresh air will blow on him, will rise up. The day that the death is that real death now, not convulsing. The day the real death will happen, instead of just to really rush as soon as you say, it's normal. So if you, if you are a person that wears a gloomy face on good days, when they pay your salary, you don't even know the difference. Your salary, when you have money, you see, your face is still like that. When you don't have money, face is still. When you will need the help, when you will need, because that was the, if you look at this story, that is the gateway to even start the negotiation. He went about his duties, but this time with a difference, a gloomy look. 
this guy is not always like this. And if you read on, because he said later that the queen was sitting with the, with the king. The queen was there. I, I, this is just my own um, 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 personal belief. I want to believe it's the queen that will point the attention of the king. Ah, your, your majesty, this guy is not always like this. He's always cheerful. So, at times, he may not be the king. He may not be your CEO. He may not be the decision maker that will need to point your help there. If you are not good to everybody, I call them gatekeepers. See, a gatekeeper in an organization can be the gateman, can be the secret, can be the messenger. I don't want to, okay, let me just, I, will, I don't want to mention some names because we are, we are live on the internet. Um, there was a, a big man that we wanted to see some time ago uh, in Benin. You know, these are some of the big men that you want to see them, you do six months, you still try to see them. And how did you see this man? Within a week, we got to the uh, house. Uh, we can't see all that. Uh, okay, don't worry, thank you very much. We gave the security man uh, for your recharge card. Thank you, sir. So we went, oh, that call, give me your number. Oh, that no deal. But I will call you when you So we went back. The guy called us. Oh, that is living in Abuja now. He will be in Benin in one hour. So in one hour's time, just driving because when he lands and he enters the house, you won't be able to see him again. No? So you will just drive in almost at the same time. You will not be ah, what a coincidence. So okay, very good. So we passed <laughs> close to the house. So when oh, that was that, we just followed the convoy, entered, got them. Ah, how are you? It's not my with my other colleague. Ah, how are you? What a coincidence. Did you know what just going ah, what does that mean? Who opened that gate? So if you are not nice, if you don't wear a smile to everybody, if you always everybody is ready, everybody is fine. The day you will need their help. So number one lesson we learn from this negotiation: always wear a smile. A smile is a cheap advertisement. Nobody is going to charge you for smiling. Nobody is hello. How much do I pay for smiling? It's the cheapest advertisement for yourself. Lesson number two, read on, man, to verse four. The king asked. Yeah, go ahead. Even though I was pregnant, I answered, Your Majesty, I hope you live forever. I feel sad because the city where my ancestors are buried is a ruin. Okay, now, even though the guy was frightened, but he quickly replied, What happens there? He quickly said, Let us say a quick prayer. In the times. Because there are some negotiations that will meet you on the spot, on your feet. Say a quick prayer. Say a quick prayer. God, please just take control of this. See, I learned a lesson from Daniel. When, when the king had a dream, the owner of the dream could not remember. And honestly, the kings of those days, only God knows. The guy, the guy survived these days. Uh, Senate, uh, you had a dream. You, the owner of the dream, cannot remember the dream. And you are killing people. That is reminding the dream and tell you the interpretation. And look at it. Some of the magicians, if you look at if you look at that story in Daniel, they will just enter a magician's house. The king did not call you to interpret dream. But the king had a dream, they called a few magicians, they put in interpret the dream. And the king gave a decree. Kill all the magicians. Daniel was not there. 
So some some magicians have died. They will just enter your house, break that sword, and kill you. Why are you even killing me? I was not even there. So if you know the Daniel said, oh, why is the king's matter so urgent? That was his question that said that he would have killed him. He doesn't even know the reason why they are going to kill him. That was when the soldier now told the whole the king had a dream. He couldn't remember. Ah, how did he forgive me three days? He didn't rush them. Let him buy ask for time, buy time, say a quick prayer. He went to meet his God. He didn't rush out to say, This is my church, I can do it. He went to pray. So there are some times that some issues meet you, some negotiations or situations meet you. You don't even know the future. Why not ask the person who knows the future? Lord, that's my speech. Tell me what to say here, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me to say this. Help me to do this. Seal this seal. Help me to make this negotiation. Teach me what to say. You will say some things. If you're okay, try to record your conversation. If you listen back to some things, you say, like, what? Was anyone that said that? That is the Holy Spirit prayer. So he quickly said a quick prayer. Always learn to say a quick prayer. Last lesson number two. Lesson number three. Always ask for more. Let me read. Let me just continue from verse five. Um, I replied, if it pleases your majesty, and if you are pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. The king with the queen sitting behind, beside him. I told you the queen was with him. The king with the queen sitting behind him asked, how long will you be gone? When will you return? So the king agreed, and I set a date for my departure. What he was asking for has been done, Abi. If you, this was a good negotiation, you are going. You said you want to go and rebuild your your father's city, and the king has asked, okay, you are going on on leave. How many weeks? I want uh, thirty days leave. When will you go? When will you return? And the king granted his request. That should be the end of the negotiation. What will happen in verse seven? And I also said to the king, if it pleases your Majesty, give me letters to the governors of the province west of Euphrates, instructing them to let me travel safely through their territories on my way to Judah. Always learn to ask for more. Most of the time, especially for church folks, when we get to one, just collect this one and be thankful. Always learn to ask for more. Push a little bit further. So, he got a letter, he asked for a letter, he asked for security. I mean, for you to be working with the king at that time, that at least you have some escorts, you have, you have some regard. People should regard you. If a, um, a special assistant to the governor, even if a local government counselor, at least one more pole will follow you. Am I right? Let alone uh, someone that works with the president. And it's a security guard, or I mean, or, or, or even DSS. You know, you still know that this one is highly gone. DSS are the worst. You won't know it. Maybe they're even here. You will just be like normal people. You try to do, then you see what people are going When some people said, uh, welcome to the great in Nigeria, and they didn't use security, and they were saying all these things. I said, you try. Try and just fake to attack it. You will see the legions of, 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 of security guards that will, that will bombard you. The security those people use, they blend in the society. They don't, they don't intimidate. So imagine someone working with 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 BD, or working that used to work with uh, uh, 
Obama or, any, or, or, or American president, or someone working with the Russian president, traveling, at least there will be a little bit of protection of security guard. But this guy, he still asks for a letter in case someone, one of those governors or one of those people, in case his head wants to do somehow, give me a letter. Make this formal. Yes, the king, yes, we know you. Can you put it down? Can we make this formal? A lot of us have lost a lot of things because maybe some people we did business with are labans. Do you understand? We, 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 or maybe you just need to get the service of a lawyer. You look through your agreements. It is from some of the agreements that you put some tiny, uh, tiny prints and you come back to So we learn to ask for more, put things down formally. That's lesson number three. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lesson number four. Always think beyond the now. Always think beyond the now. To make profit, to make generational profits on earth, you, you need to be a man that is not just thinking about what you will eat now. A lot of us have lost relationships, have lost uh, opportunities, have lost businesses because we refuse to think beyond now. If you are into business, especially in this country, you will know that there are some things you do for relationship purposes, not for money purposes. Is that relationship? Eh? It's the way it will pay you in the future. If I, time will not permit me to share a, a, a number of my testimonies of people that, and that, that's what sometimes you need to do good for the sake of your children. My dad used to work with Coca-Cola, and when he was he was head of training, so um, he he gave someone just allowed him to train guys in the place. just allowed him. I mean, you're well, you're doing well. You're, so the guy came to train, and you know the normal thing in Nigeria now. When you finish, when you get a contract like that, you go and carry a below and give uh, and give the, the the guys in charge. So my father, like, no, but you did your. I, I get my salary now. Hello. 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 Okay. What? So my, he was like. I get a salary from this place. I, don't worry. Just, I just did my job. I just allowed you. There's no nothing. He was so surprised. Okay, sir. Let me take you out for lunch or dinner. I have lunch. I have lunch in my office. My wife will, will give me dinner at, at home. The man was so like was so like. How does this happen? Years later. Now, the man serves in the cabinet of the vice president. He still kept my father's contacts. So when my father was retiring from service, he came and I got his contact. Now what my father did years ago, if I tell you what happened, what God has used him to do, what happened for relationship purposes? Think beyond the now. The future, like, like I was saying about Israel, I can remember when we were teenagers only. When we were all running about, we were not getting admission. We didn't know we were just secondary school, we do secondary school and university. It's it's literally like yesterday. It's literally like, like, like yesterday. So, the future that you think is far, in, in, before you open your eyes, 10 years, 15 years, what were what, what, 20 years are gone. 20 years are gone. 20 years are gone and it, it looked literally like yesterday. So, there are some things you do now. There are some, some, some things you, in quotes, strive to achieve now. It may not even be for you, it may be for your job. I have an uncle in the cabinet. My uncle has not done to me 
one one over hundred one percent or what is one share in my business and that seed was sold years ago imagine if my father has gone to eat lunch in those days where did they eat lunch did you share that thing or where where a hotel how much is lunch maybe five thousand dollars in business do you understand always think beyond the now what are the what's the number one lesson yes number two number three and number four okay let's go ahead we'll go to lesson number five now so verse eight and please send letters to asa the manager of the king's forest instructing him to give me timber which i will need to make beams for the gates of the temple fortress and for the city wall and for a house for myself this guy i know honestly when i, when I read this i was my head he negotiated a house for himself in the deal do you understand he negotiated he negotiated that we go and build the temple the the okay go he negotiated security he negotiated resources for build I mean, it's not the king that says you should go and build. Do you understand? You are the one that says your eyes, you are the one that says you remember your, your father's house and your, 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 your son. And you said you need leave and giving you leave. But he added, give me security. Okay, okay, security is fine so that you don't die and you can come back home. Tell, the, tell this guy to release timber for me to build the temple and also build a house for myself. See, most of the times, I want to believe that probably the king doesn't even know that he has a king's forest. He doesn't even know what is in the wood. And maybe if Nehemiah was like some of us who are who is timid, ah, so that the king doesn't think I'm asking for too much, let me keep quiet. Let me keep quiet. It doesn't cost the king anything. The, the job I told you I, I, I negotiated for too, too low, I was thinking that, uh, ah, I don't want them to waste money. Are they complaining? Do you know their balance? Do you know their problems? Emotional. But well, any time I think, well, that day, uh, when I learned that experience, I, I now went to, I met a lecturer. One, one mistake I made was I should have been coached. Please don't joke with mentoring. Speak to your pastor. Your pastor is a, is, a, is, a, is a professional. I should have met a professional to coach me before going for the interview. So it was after the interview, I told the, the professional, uh, she's a nature person, what I said. He was like, what? You can even ask them for your train tickets that you, you, you came for the interview for. They will pay you, the money you use to come for the interview, they will pay you. Like if she said someone relocated like that, they came to hire someone like that. The ladies, when they, when they give, give a relocation allowance and everything, and they bought a ticket, they said, what? Economy? No, I don't fly economy. Yeah. They, they upgraded that to first class. She said, I don't have to first class. That's right. And I gym, and I was helping them to manage their money. Is it your money? No, I learned a lesson. Since that day, ah, if I negotiate for you, I will tell the boss that Sir, if I can't negotiate for myself, this good. If you understand what I can do for your company, ah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. See that? I learned that lesson in a hard way, but some of us, some of the things you read in the Bible, especially the negative, is also to make the same, the same mistake. So some of, someone is hearing me today now, so that you don't make the same mistake. Speak to people, negotiate properly. 
So look at it. He asked for he negotiated a house and accommodation for himself on the job. Because the favor of God was on him. He has said a quick prayer. Do he, he has given a blank check. God has given him a blank check. He has said a quick prayer. Because the favor of God was on him. We'll just ask him. Let's read on. So number uh, lesson number five. Know your craft. It helps your negotiation. So this guy knows that there is a king's forest. He knows the guy in charge of the king's forest. Imagine you coming for an interview as a, as a, as a press graduate or, or even senior level. And you're coming to interview in an organization you know nothing about. If I'm coming to, if I'm, if I'm attending an ordinary meeting, not even interview, I'm attending a meeting with you, I'll go and sign for your name on LinkedIn, I'll go for your life. If you went for an event last weekend, it is the event we start, we used to start the you know, because the internet is all over the place. So, know your craft. Know stuff that is happening in the industry. It helps your negotiations. Know your industry. This guy, I want to believe probably the king doesn't even know that he has a forest. He doesn't even know, the king may not know the name of it. The guy said, instructs. Yes, sir. He, he, he didn't say instruct the manager. He knows the name of the owner of the king's forest. Praise the Lord. Okay, because of time, that's lesson number five. Lesson number six. Always acknowledge your help. Let's go to verse eight. And please send letters to Asaph, the manager. You have read that. Um, and the king, the last part of verse eight. And the king granted this request because... Because what? Because the hand of God, the hand of God is on you. you I said the hand of God is on you. The hand of God is on you. Now all you need to do is what? All you need to do is what? You know the hand of God will be on Nehemiah and he gets quiet. The hand of God will still be on you. Am I right? The hand of God will not leave. If you don't ask for his house, ask for all these things, the hand of God will not leave you. But when it happens, especially the young ones, when it happens, always acknowledge your help. Tell somebody acknowledge your help. Last lesson. Let me let me just go to verse 13 because it's a let's so we'll just get the last lesson and we'll pray. Verse 13. Okay, let me let me read from verse 11. Three days after my arrival at Jerusalem, I slept out during the night, taking only a few others with me. I had not told anyone about the plans God had put in my heart for Jerusalem. We took no pack animals with us except the donkey that I myself was riding. I went out through the valley gates, past the donkey well, and over to the dung gates to inspect the broken walls and gates. Then I went to the fountain gate and to the king's pool. But my donkey could not get through the rubble. So I went through Kingdom. So, um, okay, verse 16. The city officials did not know I have been out there, for I had not yet said anything to anyone about my plans. I had not yet spoken to the religious and political leaders or the officials or anyone in the administration. The last and most important lesson learn to keep some of your visions to yourself. Please, when you get home, read that book. Read the whole of book of Nehemiah. Very interesting book. Nehemiah didn't know that there would be Sambalat and Tobiah too. He didn't know that opposition. He didn't know that 
people will be out of the Jew. Not once the walls of Jerusalem built. It's unimagined, it's unheard of. Jerusalem is the, is the greatest city to them. So it didn't know that it was going to even have opposition. He snuck out at night. He kept so he said, I have not told anyone what God has put in my heart. See, some of us before anything, before you before you even smell a breakthrough. One of the reasons I want to believe that God chose Mary was not because she was a virgin. One of the most important reasons God chose her is because she knows how to. A number of things happened to Jesus. The Bible says, and she kept these things. If she has gone to, to broadcast the guys, maybe the they will have quenched the guys' fire before. Do you understand? Learn to keep things to yourself. Don't go about broadcasting your, your life. Keep it to they are Sambala, they are Tobias. There is, is a shark. See, in the ocean of life, there are sharks. Sharks that want to eat you. They really know to learn to keep things to yourself. <laughs> are these sharks are enemies? Sambala, Tobias, and another person who was an Arab were the ones against this building. I could understand when the guy was an Arab. I could understand. It's not the issue. It's the Jews that can't. I can't comprehend. How will someone come to say, I want to repair your, our assets, our capital? And you are the ones writing against it. So if you are broadcasted his, his, uh, his, his business, maybe the work will have more started. Learn to keep things to yourself. Keep your strategy to your heart. Keep your things, keep the things, your next move to your heart. Keep your next move to your heart. Don't tell the world, don't properly. Someone said, someone said something that, um, do you know, I saw it on Facebook, that do you know that it's possible for you to travel out of the country without putting it on Facebook? It was a joke because everybody in airports, everybody in the company goes, hey, going to apply for visa. Hey, I am like, must you put your status? See, some of us here, eh, people don't need to to come to your house to know what is happening in your life. All they need to do is what? Just watch your status. They know when, you know, especially young, young ladies, they know when someone has come to your house. <laughs> they know when you become a motivational speaker. <laughs> ah, no, I'm, I'm not the baby as I am. I'm not the woman I'm becoming. Keep things to yourself. Where God is taking you is between you and God. And God will bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Hallelujah. I hope you have been blessed today. I hope you have been blessed today. Lesson number one is what? Lesson number two. Come on, talk to me. Lesson number two. Lesson number three. Lesson number four. Number five. Number six and number seven. Just wait a minute. Father, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my mouth. Open my eyes. Put words in my mouth. As I go this way, say the Lord is going to drop opportunities on your lap. He's going to drop opportunities on your lap. Open my eyes to see opportunities. Open my mouth to ask. Open my eyes. Open my mouth. I declare everything. Your eyes are open. Your understanding is open. In the name of Jesus, I declare your hearts are open. 
to say the right thing is correct thing in the name of Jesus. Your understanding is open to know your craft, to know where it is going in your business, your line of career, to know where the trend is, to know where the trend is. Your understanding is open. Receive your understanding. Receive and understand it. Begin to make profit. Opportunities are coming this week. Opportunities are coming this week. Opportunities are coming this week. In the name of Jesus, we receive an insight to grab it. We receive an insight to grab it. We receive an insight to grab it. In the name of Jesus, we receive an insight to grab it. Church, go and make profit. Church, go and make profit. Go and make profit. Go and make profit. I declare, I declare this week you shall make profit. This week you shall make profit. This week you shall make profit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father God, I thank you for these words. I speak to your people. The grace to have our understanding and our eyes open to recognize opportunities, to have our mouths open to speak the right words through negotiations. Give them to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody celebrate Jesus in this place.